0: Hi gang, long time no chat. I just wanted to give you a heads up that the audio on this episode is a bit bad. Molly's audio is great. My audio was having some issues. I guess my microphone was not fully connected. Hopefully it is now, I'll check on the edit. But I'm um, just, thank you for bearing with us. It's only for an hour and our next episode in which we'll be discussing Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed, will be 200% better, promise. Thanks and enjoy. I forgot how we used to do it. Okay, hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Molly. And this is Black Chick Lit, and we are, I wrote in the notes, getting back in the swing of things.
1: Yes, we're here.
0: So, um, pandemic style. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been a lot. Uh,
0: 2020 was a terrible year for me all around. 2020 mm. hasn't been too great, so we're trying. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for being patient with us, because really, we say this like we've been attacked. No one's really cared, I don't know
1: no people have been like super supportive and online and everybody's like you know tell daddy i love her you know everybody a lot of people have been like very so i think that you know we're perfectionists so
0: it's all the little voices in my not voices that sounds bad the (laughs) voice in my head saying hey
1: right but (laughs) you should know from an outside voice (laughs) just tell that voice to shut up because nobody else is saying it you know what i mean Does that make sense?
0: Yes. And I try to tell myself that. So, you know, cognitive, cognitive, better cognitive. Right? So.
1: Right? It's like, look in the mirror and repeat your affirmations, girl.
0: (laughs) And it does work. I just have to remind myself. Yep. Okay, self. You're doing fine. So. But it's just, it's been since January when we did the cartel. Can I tell you? I think about that book almost every day. (laughs) (laughs) Since we read, for all the shit I give urban fiction,
1: it sticks with you.
0: Those are the titles that stay with me.
1: For years. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: anytime I hear anyone with a Caribbean accent, <laughs> I think about the Haitians. <laughs> At a funeral, by the like, time I think about funerals, like I was shopping for my own mother's casket, and I thought about that scene when he, <laughs> they attacked the funeral, and they oh, thought him out. Sure. <laughs> Because I was looking at I was like, well, that wouldn't be possible with this. Like, it's inappropriate.
1: <laughs> You're like, well, if any, the Haitian Mafia comes after me, this one will be good and sturdy.
0: Yeah, it's inappropriate. So, yes, that book has been with me.
1: Yeah. So. It got, it wormed in, its way into your heart, Daniel. <laughs> the murder well, moments.
0: <laughs> well, this is really old. And we were going to do an episode about it, but I think it's too old now. But there was some... I don't want to say drama. If anything, it was just a few comments here and there about, you know, like urban thick and black thick on Twitter. Oh, right. Yeah. And yeah. so we were discussing that and I was like, you know, I mean, what, for even what I was saying about it, I mean, it's, it's memorable.
1: Like, yeah. You can- I mean, it's, it's, it's deeply problematic, but it's also <laughs> a whole lot of fun. It really is. <laughs>
0: so I just wanted to share that update like it's still the cartel it's
1: still there. It's still with you
0: <laughs> because I was thinking the other day the only thing that kept that book from being a romance was it didn't
1: have a happy ending no it did not <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it didn't really have an ending
1: no fine, which is
0: I was really mad about that that's what I was more mad about than anything honestly
1: yeah it just kind of stops and it's like yeah. it makes you want to say okay am I really going to read this next book I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I looked into it but my reading has been so bad lately so
0: oh gosh
1: mine has been eh.
0: so well I will just to catch everyone up so my mother was ill last year she passed away this month and so I've been doing it's kind of weird like I googled it it's called anticipatory grief so mm-hmm. I feel like I've done a lot of my grieving sort of mm-hmm. already on the back end
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like I'm still super sad but like not as sad as if It came out of nowhere. I don't know how to explain it. So it's weird. Like, my emotions are everywhere.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a wonderful way to explain it. It's like, I don't know. I feel all kinds of ways about it.
0: But, like, to keep my mind busy, I've been reading, like, a lot more now. Okay, that's good. Like, it picked up. Okay. But I haven't haven't read a lot of good things. That's fine. It's a mix. So we'll get into it. We'll talk about what we have and have not read. Like I like it. Do. yeah. I love it. How have you and baby been?
1: Bebo, Oof. is that what we call him? Bebo, yeah. He, um, so his doctor was like, he's autistic. And we were like, what?
0: He's a baby. Aren't and then he came
1: back to... and he was like, he's not autistic. <laughs> so that was an interesting week.
0: <laughs> he's a literal baby?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I
0: guess.
1: He literally was like, he's got autism. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? And he came
0: back and was like, never mind.
1: Yeah, like they gave him the assessment. And he was like, oh, wait, no, he's fine. <laughs> but that's to say like, you know, autism is or isn't fine. Because we really like that whole week where we were like, okay, if he does, like, that's okay. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. just like, it was the wildest two doctors visits in 12 <laughs> days. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I'm too tired for this. So, and then we started looking for a house. So, you know, chill over here.
0: I told Mama before we recorded, uh, home ownership sucks. I fell down a flight <laughs> of stairs today because because the outdoor tap on my house just like broke and like water was gushing everywhere. Yeah. So my shoes were wet. So as I'm running to find a shuttle valve in my basement, my wet shoes slipped on the stairs and I just went full like feet. Out from under me, boop, boop 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 down the stairs. I like cried at the bottom. Of I mean, I was like bruised emotionally and physically. Uh, <laughs> it's just, like when you're a grown, like you fall, like it, it's, yeah, like, it's kind it's of traumatizing.
1: Yeah, kids fall and just get back up and go. Like they're made out of rubber. Yeah, I ain't rubber. <laughs> I was I like, felt, uh, when I was like maybe seven or eight months pregnant, and I just sat there. I was just like,
0: That's terrifying.
1: But I did it, I fell on my butt. <laughs> it
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, I can't <could laughs> in my mouth.
1: <laughs> I, didn't it know matter. I remember I was sitting there and I was like, I really just fell. My husband came. It's like, Oh my god, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm fine, <laughs> but, but it's still. Like- it bruises your ego. It
0: really does. It's like, well, oh gosh, and then you hope no one's. It's embarrassing, even if mm-hmm. no one sees you. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be past that. Like you learned how to walk. I learned to walk <laughs> decades ago, and I was right. so fallen. It
1: happens. It happens to the best of us.
0: Yeah. Well, so, not to bring us back down, but one of the books I read was mm-hmm. talking about like how that's like the number one threat to elderly people, and I never understood why or how. But Mm. I get it now. So Mm -hmm. everyone
1: falls a bit. Yeah, it had that little life alert thing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And I always kind of thought that was a joke. And then I read that book and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Well,
1: um, uh, we were house hunting, right? And we're seeing Mm -hmm. a lot of different houses, a lot of different. And so we came to one and it was super, super cute. It was the one where I texted you and I was like, it's real quiet here. And there's like no cars or people. (laughs) So... If I disappear, like, avenge me. But we got into the house. It was super cute. It was, like, perfectly sized, perfectly priced. Just very, very cute. And um, I remember they kept saying, oh, single story, single story. And we were like, okay, I mean, sure. <laughs> what and I then have- we're like, yeah. we're like, okay, we're going to put an offer on it. And then, like, our real estate agent got the disclosures. And we're like, look at through it, look at through it. And, like, on one tiny line, it said, um... And all the disclosures, it was like, oh, deed restricted, so she had to go look that up, and it was a fifty-five plus community. Rude, That's <laughs> but it was soft and nice and quiet, and I was like, oh, I can see myself living oh.
0: in about twenty-five more years, <laughs>
1: right? But I, they did note several times that it was single-story living, so that
0: that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so yeah, falling as an adult, is just
1: wouldn't recommend it Mm
0: -mm. and also like the thing i guess gets overlooked is like you're bigger so one it's a bigger fall that's true and you're heavier so it's more pressure that's true like when you weigh 20 pounds and you're a foot and a half off the ground (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah we're fine we're getting back into it we're here to talk about other foolishness now
1: yeah books and shit Mm -hmm. We both got our drinks, which Mm -hmm. this might be, like, the first time we're both drinking for a Black Chiclet I think so.
0: Yeah, I got a full bottle. Because I was like, I need it. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I think, like, all those um, interviews that we did last year, like, we would do them, like, early. And serious. And serious. (laughs) serious -serious. (laughs) Very serious. (laughs) But this is getting back into, you know, Black Chiclet night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the pandemic is
0: coming to a close
1: mm-hmm. are you curious. vaccinated is that rude
0: I got—I don't know is that rude? I got my first shot and my second nice. shot is next week next Thursday nice. I get my second shot nice are you
1: yeah I at a very short window got a Johnson and Johnson vaccine good job <laughs> good job get- but I ended up in the yard oh
0: I didn't know you went in the ER. Yeah. Oh, you did tell me that. Because the <laughs> symptoms are just so... I they're all
1: over the fucking place. And I called my doctor. I was like, uh, should I be concerned? And she was like, just go in the ER. So I went in and they're like, it's ah, no problem. The guy's like putting things all on me, strapping things up. He's like, we're just going to take an EKG or whatever. I was like, huh? So I have one more week until I'm out of the danger window. But have you um... had
0: your second dose?
1: it's only one shot
0: oh johnson and johnson mm-hmm. i forgot you said that that's all right you straight up said that i got okay that's right okay i'm with it now i got pfizer so i have another shot i have to get
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what every single other person i know got
0: <laughs> my sister got moderna okay she got it yesterday and the symptoms are knocking her out
1: <sighs> they're rough they really I, are it's like my period came back maybe this is tmi no, was there like,
0: was, I saw a news article about that. Right?
1: And the, the day that I got it, like that was still before a lot of people, because my doctor was like, Your son has autism. You need to go and get vaccinated. So I got it like a like, week what? early.
0: Those are connected.
1: Girl. <laughs> Girl. So I went and got it early. And then, um like, I was like, my period had ended like three days before it came back with like a fucking vengeance. And I was like, what's <laughs> happening? And I was like, shivering. I had like, I was dizzy. Mm-hmm. I had a fever. I was like exhausted, winded, all this stuff. And so, um, I went online like to see, like, they give you a little info sheet mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything on there. And then I like Googled it and I found like one fucking bustle article that was like, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. A lot of people are saying it, but it's not connected. And then, of course, like Reddit had like hundreds of thousands of <laughs> comments saying, like, girl, I got I got that, uh, whatever. And, you know, this one or that one. And my period came back. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. I saw a story that said that. And they're like, it's an example of why they need to include more women in like clinical trials mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had the flu. Like I had a headache out of this world. I, it's funny you mentioned Wendid because so I have like, a lot. I have like a real big flight of stairs, it's like 17 Ooh. stairs to go up to my upstairs apartment. And I remember I was mm-hmm. going up them like, Am I getting out of shit? <laughs> because I was going up and I'm like breathing hard. Right. Like I've never been up them before. Right. And I'm like, What is happening?
1: was like, so i got to sit down and take a break. I,
0: I was bringing in groceries and I was like, I need to sit down before I go back to the restaurant. <laughs> right. So, yeah. No, no, you're you're not the only one I've heard who say that. I, I think mm-hmm. it was in like either the Washington Post or the New York Times. One of them, they're like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. women are reporting," mm-hmm. either either it comes early mm-hmm. or it's heavier. Mm-hmm. So, yep. people like, yeah, it makes sense because it's related to inflammation. It's
1: an inf- inflammatory response. So, oh okay, yeah, because when I looked it up, there was like literally nothing except for people <laughs> saying like, "No, it's not connected." little <laughs> <is> bullshit. <laughs> Lies. So. Li- the lies.
0: So today is Saturday, April 24th, and it's mm-hmm. Independent Bookstore Day.
1: Yay! Ooh.
0: I did not go to one. Did you? No, I did not. <laughs> but I'm glad that bookstores are apparently like, I think this year especially, it's a good effort because I think bookstores are really struggling in, this, mm-hmm. in these pandemic times. I tried to find like a definitive article that was like, yes, the pandemic has helped, or no, it hasn't. And apparently mm-hmm. it's too early to tell. I like see. I think lockdown was a good boost,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but only to like already known authors and like famous people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I linked Molly to a story about like the New York Times. Yeah. yeah. Apparently his book like was great because the thing is, if you are a new author trying to write a book in 2020, mm-hmm. apparently it was really hard for you, but if you were an established author or someone who already had a name,
1: mm-hmm. you did you did better. well yeah that makes sense Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because it's probably like a lot of new authors probably are relying on going out and doing tours or speaking things or signing books but if they don't have you know that time yeah
0: yeah because I was trying to think what new book I read like what new book like what I was first of all what books in 2020 was I even aware of because I feel Mm -hmm. like compared to previous years I was not as tapped into Mm -hmm. the titles of 2020 Mm -hmm. and then the titles i was aware of were not by new people they were by authors i already knew about some of the books i already i was looking forward to from in 2019.
1: yeah interesting so i can't think of a single new author i discovered and i'm like i'm so sorry (laughs) yeah i don't know like i really have to think back (laughs) well and i just didn't read much at all yeah
0: I try to think back like had it been still a pandemic but not all the other bullshit I was dealing with I probably would have read more because there was mm-hmm. nothing else to do mm-hmm. but because of all the shit going on in my life right I think what did I say I read 20 books last year
1: 18 I mean that's still like <laughs> a lot.
0: so yeah so I do feel I feel a lot for authors who Who had who for debut authors who dropped a new book? Yeah, in twenty twenty.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you do any virtual events through bookstores at all last Mm, year?
1: No, (laughs) no. (laughs) You did one. I
0: I did one, and it was. I think it was an Alyssa Cole event for her promotion of When No One Is Watching, and it was fun. But it's like it's not this. I think Doom fatigue. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just. They tried. They did a great job. I don't want to talk about the event. Like. It was very well hosted. They had great moderators. It was a great event for a virtual event, but it like mm-hmm. it was still a virtual event. Right. So and I'm just kind of over
1: Zoom. Right. So now that's understandable. And it's like, you know, zooming in your free time also is kind of like exhausting. Like I don't know if you do it a lot for work or do a mm-hmm. lot of events and stuff, but yeah. <laughs>
0: i'm gonna say this and hope they're not listening mm-hmm. there is a side of my family that like is really into like this zoom family events like mm-hmm. my great uncle had his 80th birthday on zoom um for christmas we got together on zoom and it's like that's fine but i'm also like i'm zoomed out yeah and i, and I have to zoom for work the last thing
1: i want to do on like christmas day is zoom yeah is zoom. <laughs> I heard like something like it feels extra exhausting because it reminds you that you're not able to be in person with people Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I felt like we tried we did like Mother's Day and then we did um, my son's birthday and then we'll do like you know FaceTime or Google Duo Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah like the big You know, and my dad's birthday. But yeah, just like holidays and stuff where everybody gets on, not so much.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, because it's harder to socialize. Because when you Zoom with a bunch of people, Zoom is not made for like social events. It's made for one person. It's really made for like one person speaking at a time to a group of people. Yeah. You can't have a party where people are mingling. Somebody's, it's got to be one person at a time. And like with informal events, it's hard to organize that. Right. It just sucks. So, so I kind of, on the one hand, I do hope that they keep some element, like, I do hope they keep some of these virtual events. So, like, yeah. if somebody's going to speak at a bookstore, because they never come to St. Louis. Like, <laughs> no one is coming to St. Louis. So, if they're going to speak at, like, a Chicago bookstore, though, and I can, like, zoom in and listen, yeah. I'd do that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that doesn't, I feel like that doesn't hurt anybody or, Yeah, you know, just having more access to things.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not zooming at work, and my zoom tolerance is
1: it's higher. higher, right?
0: So, so we don't really have much to say about that. We just wanted to note that today is yeah.
1: happy bookstore, independent day. bookstore day. Oh, I haven't been to one in a long time. I haven't. I haven't been. I went to inside a restaurant for the first time <laughs> yesterday.
0: Ooh, I hope it was a good restaurant.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Um... Mediterranean food was pretty good. Mm. I was telling the guy, he was super nice. He was like, hello. Like, this is my first time at a restaurant in a year.
0: Oh, and I keep forgetting, like, you were on bed rest, right? Like, almost four months
1: before lockdown. Yeah, so I had started working remotely in November of 2019. (laughs) And I was just kind of in bed. And then my water broke three weeks after that. And then I was home. And then I was like, "I'm going back to work on right March 18th." You... <laughs> <laughs> and then the world was like, "No, you wait." I was like, "Nah." Ooh. So it's been a minute, uh-huh. and since I changed jobs, I oh, changed God. cities. Oh, so, yeah. so yep. it's been a, it was it was a year. It really was. So, mm-hmm. 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 well. Speaking you want to talk about Simon and Schuster, yes, I think so. This will be a shorter one because I feel like the third one's going to be funnier. It will. This one just makes me pissed,
0: it, it really makes me pissed, like on so many levels. So, Shining, Sh- Simon and Schuster got attention for two different things. The first mm-hmm. one, the one I saw first, it's reverse order than what I have in our outline. Mm. The one I saw first was it was announced that. Uh, the cop, one of the cops who killed Breonna Taylor got a book deal hmm. from, and I don't know, I don't know the whole specifics. It sounds like Simon & Schuster was just going to distribute it, but now they're no longer mm-hmm. distributing it. So it's mm-hmm. still getting published, possibly, question mark? Mm-hmm. But they've pulled out on distributing it. But mm-hmm. they will go ahead with publishing a book by Pence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even after their employees put together a whole petition saying please don't. Mm. And didn't they also back out of that one deal with um Holly, Holly?
1: I think so. And he was, saying, was saying like it was uh... censorship. Yeah.
0: Nobody knows what censorship is. No. And I'm no lawyer, but like, come on, guys. Yeah. So. Oh, unfortunately, Molly. I think of you anytime there's some kind of any kind of legal thing. Even though I don't oh, know really. if you appreciate that, because like I know you're not a lawyer. <laughs> you're just the only person I know with the, not the only person, but you're the closest person in my life with a legal education. So anytime there's any kind of bullshit, like little Nas X's Satan shoes. Oh yeah. I'm like, I wonder what Molly would think of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was in the wrong for that one. <laughs>
0: like it's messy because it's not like I mean I guess I get it but it's not like he was they were Nikes he just changed them and then he resold
1: them it was that reselling
0: is that illegal is that not allowed
1: it's like you can't if someone has a trademark you Mm -hmm. can't pass off your goods as if they're their goods so when I first saw it it really made me think like oh this is something he did with Nike not these are modded Nikes Right. And I think because it had this controversial element, even outside of, like, you know, the homophobic response. Like, <laughs> they're Satan yeah. shoes exactly. So I think that they were kind of like, nah, no, you cannot use our name to market your shoes. um, Because the, the name Nike was in the name of the shoe that he was using. He didn't call these, like, modded whatever, whatever. He called them Nikes.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. So, I mean, but that's, that's, pretty simple like you might pay some damages and stop selling the shoes but then they become even more highly coveted like exactly exactly so
0: fascinating i love it i just love it. i also love how much smarter like every time i will include this every time we do a contract or like or any kind of like legal language for black chick lit i always <laughs> want to say what we're not going to do and molly has to like remind me no 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 contracts you don't say what you're not going to do I just like to make it clear like I ain't about to do this shit <laughs> apparently
1: that's not proper contract writing I don't even remember but it sounds smart so I'm going to you've had it. to tell
0: me that a couple times like we've done sponsorship <laughs> forms or we've done other kind of contracts and oh. I always want to include I always want to include what we're not going to do but right. like, you have to tell me no no
1: it's that's like well there are a lot of things right. we're not going to do
0: <laughs> that's not how you write a contract yeah I was like, I just want it clear. I don't want <laughs> you coming back. I will say, knowing Molly, the one thing I've learned is, like, just get everything in writing.
1: But yes, um, fuck all of that.
0: <laughs> like, I, I feel like this is what gets me. I feel like, and it's kind of relates to our third topic when we discuss. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point now, we've entered this, like, arena or this world where, like, the outrage... Mm-hmm. is actually a good thing for some of these people because yeah. it gets them known, yeah. it gets them free publicity. So, yeah, Simon Schuster, like, yeah, it's risky to go ahead and publish this book because the current popular, you know, he's not popular, he's not, there's, like, all this negative, they're getting all this negative attention, but when that book goes on shelves, I bet it will sell out, I bet it'll be a top well, seller. Probably. So, I don't know about the cop who killed Breonna Taylor. He's not a big enough... He's like, what not a big up? enough name. Oh, oh, oh. What does he even have to say? Like, I don't... I can't think of anything he could say that's not offensive. It's like OJ's If I Did It. Like, what are right. you going to say?
1: I read... um Who is that guy who beat Rodney King? What's that?
0: <laughs> I don't know his name. But you can go ahead and just say the guy who beat Rodney King.
1: Yeah, like the real nutty one. Um, but I wrote about like, uh, police brutality and stuff in law school for one of my classes. And I remember he had a book and I got it from like Amazon or something from a dollar and it was some bullshit. <laughs> I mean,
0: and like, what's Pence gonna say? Like, he's not, is he trying to rewrap himself up as some kind of hero who, who saved <laughs> democracy? I, I,
1: I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. yeah
0: so I don't know it's just I just find it interesting that a lot of the pressure in this case is coming from their own employees right and they're deciding to ignore it and anymore right
1: because they're like you could be replaced girl
0: <laughs> so hmm so that's interesting I just can't believe they came up like this was in the same week both of these
1: stories right so, it's like you thought that one was bad how about this <laughs>
0: So, I, Jeff Howley's so bad that he lost his book deal. Oh. oh, oh. I hate him. Like I hate it. him so much. And his head is weird shaped. I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough. Not only is he a dummy, he's got a weird shaped head.
1: I don't know if she's your rep- representative but, uh, what's her name? Corey Bush? She is, yeah. Yeah, she was like, bring it. She said something about him. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, no. He doesn't even live here. Like, how? Right. It shouldn't
0: be legal. Like, who do, who do we got to talk to to be like, he lives in Virginia.
1: Right.
0: He doesn't even own property in the state. Is right. So everyone probably already knows about this, but that doesn't mean we're going to not give our opinion about it. Um, Lauren Hugh, I like this headline. Lauren Hugh how whoever, shows us what not to do on book Twitter. So mm-hmm. you already know she is this author. She wrote a book called Leaving Isn't the Hardest Thing. I didn't realize this happened on the book release day. Mm. Like, this happened on the book release day. She went looking at the reviews. She even admitted she shouldn't have been doing it. Mm -hmm. And she found one that was a 4.5. And for some reason, it sent her off. Yeah. All the way off. All the way. And she tweeted it, and she said that, what did she, she called the book nerds on a power trip. Yeah. Because she got a four point five, which I think any author
1: should be very happy to get. I remember I was explaining this to my husband, like we were out looking at a house when this came through and I was like looking at it because people were like tagging everything. And so I was like, oh, she got a four point five. And my husband was like, Oh, out of ten? I was like, <laughs> 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 Like it legit he was like out of ten. Well that's I mean it's not great, but I was like, no, no out of five out of five. See <laughs> if
0: so we can find like the is one it that is started
1: it glad to see most of the Goodreads assholes still giving four star reviews to show they're super tough reviewers who need to like fall in love you know anyway no one likes you grow up
0: I like the one where she calls everyone nerds like <laughs> like I like I don't know why it just cracks me up because it's so
1: immature you really wouldn't want to be stuck sitting by one of these nerds on a plane yeah She's so Why does she funny. sound like a high school jock? <laughs> <laughs> These nerds, like super tough. <laughs>
0: well, she did, so it's what you said, and then she put grow up, and then mm-hmm. she showed screenshots of the 4.5 star review, <laughs> and then she wrote, because apparently it wasn't popular, and instead of seeing that as a take i'm like ooh, that wasn't a good she's like to all the writers scared to even like that tweet i see you i will hate them out loud for you i know they're scary as shit fucking nerds on a power trip you forgot to assign homework motherfuckers and it's like what yes and i did see yeah you really want to get stuck sitting by one of these nerds on a plane it's like first of all those are your readers
1: right that's the part i don't understand like She's like, oh, I'll hate on them out loud for you. It's like, but those are the people who buy my books so I can afford to eat. <laughs> like <laughs> what? And then what is the homework part? I don't even understand that.
0: Someone explained it to me. It's like um right before the bell's about to ring, and there's that mm-hmm. nerd who tells the teacher you forgot she forgot to apply sign homework.
1: What is with her nerds? <laughs> <laughs> three instances of her calling them nerds. And it's like, what makes them nerds? Because they're reading books and reviewing them. They're on Goodreads? I don't get it. I don't get the nerds like at It's like it's her go-to. It's like, nerds. But it goes back. This happens
0: all the time. This is like, this is just the hundredth time this has happened. It's just the loudest and most embarrassing. Where some author goes on Goodreads or finds some Goodreads review. Right. That's usually not even that bad. Usually it's like right. a three star or something and they get offended and they talk back and then they get themselves in shit because Goodreads
1: isn't for you. Right. And it's like we talked about, like, we've talked and talked and talked. Like, I think even way back in the <laughs> wedding date one um, with Mocha Girl Reads and we were talking about someone who went to somebody's house or something, right?
0: <laughs> yes! She was at her house!
1: And it's like I feel like Increasingly, especially over the last year, like people are inside, people are stressed out. Mm -hmm. I feel like there is a mean streak in book Twitter. And I feel like it's not unique to book Twitter. I think it's probably all fandom is Mm -hmm. susceptible to this. And I feel like sometimes, you know, we can gang up. And I feel like, you know, we've talked about it when we don't like a book. And we're like, we're just not going to review this because X, Y, Z, unless we have something compelling to say. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we can, as readers, as reviewers, can self examine and decide, you know, what we're comfortable with and what we're not. And I think that's totally fair. And I think if an author ever wants to come out and say, like, hey, these are real people who are writing these books behind it, like, you know, and critique that side, I think you could do that. This was not the way to do that, to call out specific people and call them nerds and, you know, <laughs> double, triple, quadruple down, and especially all behind a 4.5 review, which is pretty good. So it's like, it's like, yes, I do think that we all can talk about toxicity in online spaces, just across the board, in review spaces, in fandoms, across the board. But at the same time, it's like you have to see that like actions like this are contributing to it it's not fighting some valiant fight it's not sticking it to the nerds it's not speaking truth to power it's literally ganging up because you have a blue check mark and this just seems like some rando on goodreads it's just literally beating up on someone with less um influence than you with less power than you and just hoping i don't know like I, I see people do this a lot and it's like a signal for their followers to go after somebody yeah like which dating. is exactly what did you call it
0: for gating at least that's what they call it on reddit when mm. people from one i don't know what you would call it on twitter i don't know if it has a name but it's like uh. that's what they call it on Reddit. when people from one board like tell people
1: go mm. go to this
0: thread and like comment or something
1: right Right. And it's like it just it feels so distasteful and it's like it's not this heroic thing. It's just more toxic behavior. It's just like a race to who can be like the worst or the most hateful or the nastiest. And it's like, why? It's like you're you can't even see the irony, you know what I mean, of saying like these people are so mean and they I think she said at one point attacking their soul and going on and on and on and it's like but can you not see that this is the behavior engaged in and
0: and it's not like they came to her because the author said don't tag us in bad reviews so I think the fact that there's a clear delineation of whose space is whose Mm -hmm. like goodreads is for readers Mm -hmm. it's for readers to mark what they read to tell other readers, like, hey, if you don't like this XYZ, it is not feedback for authors. That's what right. like that's what ARCS and NetGalley technically is for. That is not the service it provides. So right. you know, and she knowingly did this, she even said it herself, it wasn't healthy. If you know and you go on Goodreads to see what all the hubbub is and you get your feelings hurt,
1: that's on you. That's, that's on what you did. You. It's not um, for you're standing your line to tell you your book sucked. Like that, like it's not. Nothing they did was outside the bounds of, you know what I mean? A 4.5 review? Right. If I said to you, oh, you know, I really like this book. It's a 4.5 review. And she kicked in the door. And she's like, oh, nerds are going to give me a better review than that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's got me super paranoid because I've left some kind of, kind of harsh one star reviews. On Goodreads. And now I'm like, what if the author sees them and then comes for me? But I didn't leave. That's not the same. The stuff I put in a Goodreads review is not the same thing as what I would tell an author. Yeah. It's two different. And I'm and like, as someone who edits for a living, like it's two different things. It's telling off people who read, like, this is what the book has. I didn't enjoy this for X, Y, Z versus what I would tell an author, like, this is where I think you need to improve. I don't know if that makes any sense or if anybody else gets the difference. But like, I give, it's two different sets of like opinions. So you don't need to even be going to Goodreads to see what they're saying because it's not, I don't know. It's not for you. And the fact that this keeps
1: happening. Yeah. I mean, I get that it would probably be hard not to go and look. And it's like, let's say you're a marginalized author. And mm-hmm. people are like writing shit about you and just mm-hmm. like saying like, I can't believe they had a dang character. I can't believe they had a black character. And a whole bunch of people can jump on that. And it would be mm-hmm. hard exactly not to, cause people are always like snitch tagging or saying this. And I could see how it would be hard to avoid Goodreads, like totally avoid Goodreads even as an author mm-hmm. or totally re- avoid it. But so many authors who actually are targets of like really hateful things, manage to not self implode like this. Like they manage, they either talk like privately or they seek help from their family and friends and loved ones, you know what I mean?
0: Someone said she clearly does not have a group chat. Right,
1: (laughs) and for this to be for a 4.5, a four point five.
0: That's what kind of makes it so ridiculous. Like, right? She's, she's not entitled to perfect five stars. No. So, and now everyone, of course, is going and and kind of bombing her review on Goodreads. And now it has a one point five. Mm-hmm. And it's like the thing that gets me is like this will not hurt her. If anything, mm-hmm. it will help her because the readers who aren't like we're we are kind of nerds. <laughs> if you're on Goodreads. then you are kind of a nerd yeah if you're on goodreads and you know about this story you're kind of a book nerd because like Mm -hmm. the average like just reader out there in the world who might pick up her book at a barnes and noble they Mm -hmm. don't know that all this is happening Mm -hmm. they don't know they did this they probably saw her interview on npr or publishers weekly or whatever wherever authors are going to get an interview heard about it thought it sounded interesting found it at barnes and noble picked it up they don't know that all this shit is happening right so if anything this is just Getting her like some kind of no, notoriety on Twitter—it's not hurting her bottom line, and that's why right. I'm kind of—I wish everybody would stop talking about her because this is helping her. In the end of the day, I think.
1: Yeah, Well, we're talking about it exactly because it's 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 funny in a way. Like it's funny in a really like nasty way. Bad way, <laughs> exactly, right? Because she really said some distasteful things. So like, part of me wants to see people like calling her out for it. You know what I mean? But she blamed it on was...
0: being stoned.
1: Did you see that? She said she got high. <sighs>
0: <Ooh. laughs> I mean, Hi Who? <laughs> chill exactly. on what?
1: Exactly. High <laughs> on what?
0: And then I think she said she was having a panic attack. And everyone's like, that doesn't make sense either. You had a three day long panic attack? Right. It's like, girl, you need to go to the doctor then. Yeah. <laughs> A psychiatrist because it's just so at the end of the day I'm kind of mad because she can act a fool on book twitter like this and, yeah. act, and I don't think like I think one of her just newest tweets is how she's on the new NYT bestseller list yeah because she's right only the nerds are on goodreads the average person doesn't know she's act out here acting like this
1: yeah yeah. and, and her it, Amazon
0: like, view is, is still high
1: yeah so I just I don't know it like it's it's to your point that sometimes notoriety and acting a fool and acting, mm-hmm. you know, really combative like that,
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you have enough power, if you are falling into, you know, she's someone who, like you said, got the NPR interview and got this and got into Barnes and Noble. So if mm-hmm. you already have all that power and structure behind you, uh, that clout, that clout, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm while someone else might actually be being attacked because of something that they can't change about themselves. Exactly. And because they don't have the same power structure behind them, they don't have the same like machine helping get publicity and helping get interviews. Mm -hmm. Like they just have to sit there with actually shitty reviews because these reviews are not shitty. And just, you know, they just have to shut up about it. You yeah,
0: because if they throw a temper tantrum, it'll just, people, it'll turn people off, and they'll right. lose those
1: readers. And they won't be able to fall back on, oh, I have a blue check, or oh, well, I'm going to be on NPR tomorrow anyway, so yeah, it's just a shitty situation that you know, people can game.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, I'm kind of over the whole outrage, because I feel like people are now using it as a publicity thing, like, oh, we'll do yeah. something ridiculous. We'll ride that and then we'll we'll act contrite or whatever, but that helps get our name out there.
1: Right. And then it's like at what point are we becoming like free advertising?
0: Yeah. That's why I haven't tweeted about it. It's Like I don't want
1: That I think I do white lady. I don't want to it. be a part of her.
0: <laughs> and I don't blame people who do tweet about it because it no. is it's like looking at it. Because car it is crash. funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, like the there were term. good jokes. <laughs>
0: Well, when she started comparing it to sexual being a sexually a sexual assault victim, she needed to sit her ass down.
1: I think that's when I blocked and muted everything because I was like, <laughs> this, this is, this is no, this ain't it.
0: It really isn't. Like that's when it stopped being like, look at this, look at this, hot right. mess. and it's like, oh my god, right? So, <sighs> book Twitter. I don't know book. So there's a YouTuber I follow, her name is Jess Owens, and she has this weekly thing called Book Community, T-E-A, and I love it, because this is how I keep up with this shit. I'm going to have to look at it. (laughs) Yeah, because that's all she does, she just talks about, like, whatever drama is currently happening, and, like, this one was just, it was its whole episode, and I was like, oh, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. Because there's so much better, like, book drama, like, even the black romance urban fic thing we talked about, I don't know if that was on the air or not. Even that one was a lot more interesting because it got people talking about, like, black fiction and what is right. black romance.
1: And and it had some fun. Yeah. Like, what was it? Like, just normal black romance or something. I can't remember. Casual black romance. Casual black romance.
0: Because <laughs> we are like, are people talking about urban fic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah We, like, stuck our head and it's like, hello. Oh, you're not? Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So I still do... We... I think do we follow or does someone follow us? Is it that Ratchet Thick account? <laughs> are they a podcast that just does urban thick? Yes. because we need to do an episode. Because I would love just to hear.
1: That's a good idea. I listened to one. I think he's just reading it.
0: We gotta do a. We gotta do
1: because like we have to do a crossover The something.
0: more I read it, the more I'm like, this is this is the stuff that's sticking with me.
1: Right. These <laughs> are is stuff that that sees in my soul.
0: Yes. <laughs> I don't remember much of what I read this year, but I do remember I read book one of the cartel.
1: <laughs> and the Haitian. Everybody pull it off their cap so they had locks. <laughs> and Breeze. What's her
0: name, Breeze?
1: I, it <laughs> I believe it was Breeze because the the her restaurant was breezy. <laughs> the guy was like, whoa, you own this place.
0: Uh, so, so, yeah, I would love that. So, I don't know, it's just book twitter is wild we've missed so much drama like the time we've been gone i'm kind of sad about it because now i feel like it's too late to talk about some of it
1: but this yeah. one is
0: just that
1: one was just big and that was everywhere for a while
0: it really was and that's because she won't shut
1: up <sighs> like just shut up just stop because it's beneficial to her, her because exactly. people out and if someone said oh you know well I disagree with these two black chicks huh? I think they treated her poorly and then what are they gonna do they're gonna go look at her book and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and if they agree with us they weren't gonna read her book anyway
0: exactly to be honest so, it didn't sound yeah yeah I'm kind of over like quirky white women like I'm sorry <laughs> why because She's like it's like amy schumer and and uh what's the girl who played katniss everdeen jennifer lawrence and like that whole vibe i'm like Mm-mm.
1: let me tell you something i never got into parks and rec because it felt
0: yeah like,
1: off about it to me
0: i never got into 30 rock because i'm just kind of over tina fey and it's like i'm just Mm-mm. i'm I sorry it- i just
1: can't <laughs> Yeah, and I
0: I'm not against like, white women. I'm just like the quirky white woman character. And that's what mm-hmm. she's giving me vibes of. I'm just over it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like a quirky black girl character. Like current. I I think it was Issa. i An insecure. She's not even quirky. She's like awkward. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so again, we got off topic. We just haven't talked in a while. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, so... So let's finish this episode. We're all off. So so have you, I think we finished, you said you hadn't read much. I actually have read a lot, I think, since our last episode. Because oh, okay. I've had nothing else to do. So, and a lot of them have been books by black people. Oh. Yay! <laughs> I read All Boys Aren't Blue okay. by George M. Johnson. I did not rate it because the last chapter came out of nowhere. What do he described his experience with his grandmother and how she got the exact same cancer my mom did and Uh, I was not prepared for it and mm -hmm. it quote-unquote triggered me so I I didn't want to give it a bad rating but it did not make me feel happy yeah unrated yeah I read The Burning God I think since our last episode it was good I liked it that's, I think that entire series, I told you I wanted you to read it because I didn't trust my <laughs> taste in sci-fi and yeah. fantasy yet. Uh-huh. Because I was like, I don't feel like I can properly judge fantasy. So I wanted you to read it.
1: And I did it.
0: Because <laughs> I feel like you have a better sense of what makes good fantasy. So, and that's fine. I feel like I have a better sense of my own taste in fantasy now. I will okay, say that. Okay, So I feel more confident in my own taste in fantasy. And I liked it. And I think it's a good series. Okay, so. okay. I recommend it. So if you haven't read The Poppy War, I really recommend it. Oh I'm going to have
1: to. I know, because you said it, and I keep seeing it. And I was like, <sighs> and the, I want to. And the audiobook narrator is so
0: good. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. She's Because there's a whole bunch of characters, and she's just able to change her voice and sound like different people. And I'm just amazed. Every time a new character is introduced, she sounds like a completely different person, and it's great. She's so good. That's cool. Yeah. So I recommend it. Um, I read The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. And I'm sure you've seen this everywhere. Very, oh, yeah. Very literary fiction. Mm-hmm. It's a book about two enslaved men who are in love. And like. And I think that's the hook. That's how they're getting everyone. Mm-hmm. But that's really not what it's about.
1: Isn't that always the case?
0: I know, right? <laughs> it's a very hard book to read. Because mm-hmm. it is, there is a lot of sexuality in it but a lot of it is, um, non-consensual. Oh, yeah. Even Yeah, so I was like, oh, is this, so yeah, it's tough, and it's also very, A English major would have a great time, because mm-hmm. it's very, I guess, not quite poetry, but it feels very poetic, like, it's not a straightforward prose novel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of experimentation with the prose, there's a lot of, like, poetic elements I feel like there's a chorus in it I think that's what helped me get it by understanding okay. that there's like a cor- like a Greek chorus mm-hmm. speaks to you the reader Okay. and once I got that it made it a lot easier to understand
1: okay interesting
0: yeah it was good but it just it's very hard to read like yeah. between the non-consensual sex mm-hmm. and just the very poetic
1: way it's written mm-hmm. it's, it's not straightforward yeah you have to no, really-
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I read Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse.
1: I see that everywhere. It was
0: good. I liked it. So it really moved. I don't like how it ended on like almost a cliffhanger. I'm really sick of books doing this to me. And I feel like I guess sequels do that. Like series Mm -hmm. do that. But this one felt extra cliffhanger-y. Like there's this big action scene. There's someone who we think might be dead, maybe isn't.
1: Uh, so like the end of the court cartel
0: yes and we won't find out until the next book it's good it has like indigenous rep it's really good i liked it very good world building and then i read the third book in the brown sisters by talia hibbert after oh H- how was it it was very cute it was very yeah. i liked it so i liked it it's maybe my favorite of the three
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, because I kind of like it takes place in a bed and breakfast, mm. and it's really chill, and it's just them being cute. I'm like I'm, that's what I that's needed. Cute. Yeah. I. So, I am currently reading Four Hundred Souls, um, okay. the book by I don't know how to say this guy's name, Abraham. Abraham.
1: Oh, Abraham. <laughs> you know who
0: I'm, Yes, you know who I'm talking. About, uh, so I can't say it. So yeah, I'm reading that. It's not what I thought it would be. But it's interesting.
1: Okay.
0: A Community History of African America, 1619 to 2019. So Mm. every four years, a different author, like, pens an essay. Mm. And so it's like 40... I I can't do the math. I guess it's 40 essays Mm. about a different subject in those four years. I'm still in, like, the 1700s. Oh, wow. But it's good. And then I started... This is kind of a downer and it really doesn't need to be a book. It can be a pamphlet. I'm reading Final Gifts, Understanding the Special Awareness Needs and Communications of the Dying, mm. which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, I read it because of stuff going on in my life. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, could have been a pamphlet. Does not need to be a full <laughs> book. Does not need to be a full book. It's from the nineties, which makes sense. It's before mm-hmm. the internet.
1: Uh, so so you it could have been it, like a list. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because
0: half the book is anecdotes. About uh, these experiences.
1: A lot of those like self-help therapy kind of books are like that.
0: Yeah. There's very little like actual prose. It's just like, you're mm-hmm. something that happened to a person. I'm like, yeah.
1: That's
0: very pre-internet. This is yeah. what you would have found if you did not have the internet in 1992 when you were going through this experience.
1: Right. This it's like, this is just Reddit printed out.
0: Exactly. So... And like my mom's hospice gave us an actual pamphlet, and I'm like, "Yeah, you said the exact same thing, <laughs> more concisely. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
0: so that's what I've been reading. Yeah. and I've been crocheting. So,
1: okay, cute, cute. Yeah. Like I said, I've just been reading online essays and a comic book. So,
0: and good night construction site.
1: And good night, good night construction site. Oh, okay. Good night, good night, construction site, moo la, moo ba, la la la, um, llama llama Valentine's Day, llama llama wakey wake, llama llama hopping hop, llama llama Easter, llama llama um, uh, mad at mama, llama llama grandma and grandpa, um, llama llama zippity zoo. And that's not, That's not even all of them um it's just a taste a it's just a taste um we have to hide "Goodnight, Goodnight" construction site from the baby because he likes to read it over and over and over and over again and sometimes you just you just need a break from those I
0: love it. i love it
1: um
0: you know what it does make me feel kind of old that i don't know what the in children's books are anymore because they're like We've gone past. It sounds like brown bear, brown bear,
1: what do you see? We're not. Oh, oh no, we have brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? Uh, I see a red fish looking at me. Yeah. i see- No, he he likes that one. Um, I can do it. Can you do it? Uh, very hungry caterpillar. Um, when I say this boy has a lot of books and he reads every single one of them every single day. <laughs> this might be why
0: I'm not reading. I was trying to find my eldest niece books mm. and she's eight. Mm. I think oh, please don't yeah, she's turning eight this year. Mm. But she reads above eight. So mm. I don't know what the hell to get her because there's not a lot of books for an eight year old who can read above her age level,
1: but mm. is not mature
0: enough to read a lot of the
1: stuff that's Yeah, that's old. older. What about um what's her name? Ramona. I so should she give her like, some
0: Beverly I, Cleary, yeah. Yeah,
1: I love I, those books. I know she just passed away, but...
0: I know. She was 100 and something.
1: Good for her. Wow, good for her.
0: I will tell you, this whole experience has got me, like, we are all young. Like, until you're, like, 89, mm-hmm. you're young. hmm So I did get her the Jumbies book series. Um. It's, by, it's by a Caribbean author. Oh. Because, because Mariah likes horror, and it's like oh, yeah. Caribbean folktales, and they're oh, supposed to be middle grade. And so she's been reading them, and she likes them. And so I got them on Kindle, too, so I could read them, too, and we can talk about them.
1: Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, you um, know she's going to find scary stories probably pretty soon.
0: Scary like stories, all
1: of us do. Yeah, like in it, a hidden corner of the library. I know.
0: Was it you who told me to also try graphic novels? Somebody told me, like, check out graphic novels for it, too. That um, might be yeah. it.
1: Yeah, she might really like those. Because I'm
0: just like, she reads above her grade, but she mature. She's yeah, she's not but mature. She above
1: right. Her grade. Right. Yeah.
0: So I was like, I don't know what to get her.
1: So. Oh, that would be a good question for Twitter. It really like eight year really old reading. who's reading above, but you don't want the like maturity wise. She's not. She's not ready for eight. young adult. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what to get her. I guess they call that middle grade.
0: Is that middle grade? I think I that's a good question for Twitter period because I'm not sure. Like after young adult or before young adult, I don't know. Like yeah. I know I know board books. And yeah. then I know early readers, like right when you're learning how to read. And then there's like this gray area. Is that all middle grade or is there a step before middle yeah, grade? Yeah, is it like
1: I think like what are chapter books? What is yeah. kidlet? What yeah. is yeah.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I I really don't know. Like, I'm gonna Google middle grade right now because it's mil. I hear middle grade and I think middle school. Right. Like, the books you read before you read young adults. So, um, middle grade is for readers 8 through 12. Okay. okay. So that's about her. But there's a big, developmental-wise, there is a big difference yeah. between an 8-year-old and yeah. a
1: 12-year-old. She could read, Um, she might like the Wayside books.
0: Yeah, in the Magic Tree House. Magic Tree House. So I know my
1: brother loved those Captain Underpants books.
0: She loves. She liked the TV series. So that's actually a good point. I should get her the books. Cause the TV series is actually really good. Like, oh, I mean, it's about my mom didn't like it because she thought it was silly because they had underpants in the title and there's uh-huh. a lot of like, snot jokes.
1: Uh huh.
0: But compared to other dumb kid stuff.
1: Yeah, it's about really, right on par.
0: It's hard. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, the first sentence in this article is middle grade is not synonymous with middle school.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, well,
0: sorry, that's what I think. So, Yeah, so I guess maybe she is old enough. She's eight and she reads above. So maybe she is at middle grade. So that's what I need to start looking
1: at. Yeah, because even though like developmentally, like, you know, she's probably not at the 12-year-old's set, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. puberty, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, there's probably not. It's probably not too, too. Like, they're not going to put something too wild in a twelve-year-old
0: book. Yeah. Well, and it's not like even I'm afraid to expose her to this stuff. I just don't feel like it's my place to expose her exactly. to that stuff. Exactly. It's like I don't want to be like. Just give me a book about kids going on adventure. She's eight, so. Yeah.
1: There's something like treehouse, something. Okay. Magic treehouse. Yeah. Yeah. She might like some of the um what is it? This is America. What are those books? Dear like America. Dear America Girl. Yeah, she might like some of those.
0: Or American Girl. Yeah. So, oh I keep thinking back to our American Girl episode and how we were like, Addie went through it, man.
1: That's my, a- that's exactly what I was thinking of when I was like, Well, maybe not a twelve you know, twelve year old, they're not gonna put well I was thinking that and then I thought roll of thunder, hear my car. car. <laughs> exactly you know? it's like- probably a little like, if she's, you know, a young girl, eight, like, that would be, you know, we talked about reading it as kids. and Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. lot
0: to just dump on an eight-year-old. So, I'm yeah. like, I just think about that scene in the first book of Addie where she has to eat the worms. And I'm like, why Like that's a lot. Samantha didn't have to do any of that
1: shit. Right. And I remember that teacher at Mizzou, she was like, I suggested that because I wanted to show them. Like, that was shit that happened. And I was like, yeah.
0: I get that, but again, eight year old I just wanted the
1: doll. (laughs) Exactly. I wanted (laughs) the black doll.
0: But then that goes back to that whole bigger question, like black trauma. Yep. And like whew. So, but yes, that's a good one. Glad because like now I feel so in. So I should probably be looking at middle grade because she's beyond early reader now. Yeah. She knows how to read.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna put it on Twitter. I'm gonna say, what? This is how you're gonna you're gonna see the sausage being made here. <laughs> Question: What are your favorite middle grade books for an eight-year-old who is what do you say? Reading?
0: She reads above her age, but she's mature-wise, she's still an eight-year-old. Like developmentally wise, she's still an eight-year-old. <laughs> Okay, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that tweet in the episode description so we nice. all know.
1: Oh, and then maybe we could talk about it. Yeah, the next one.
0: So, okay, I think this was an episode. It's, I, I don't so. know how much is going to be in the final because we went off. We did a lot. And we did. Y'all, you really don't care to hear what we talked about because it got really in the weeds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So
0: what are we reading next time molly
1: we are reading such a fun age by kylie reed
0: i started it and it made me mad so i'm excited
1: (laughs) Ooh, i started i thought it was funny
0: oh (laughs) i mean it has its funny moments but it made me
1: mad oh yeah so it's gonna be an interesting discussion
0: it's gonna be good we haven't had a good old-fashioned like lit book talk yeah in a while oh that's
1: true my mom's always like, what are you reading? Another romance? Another urban um, lit book?
0: We did. We got, like, deep in genre. So no, it's, it's fine. fun. To re- I mean, it's fine, but it's nice to go back to, like, meat and potatoes.
1: Lately. Yeah. Yeah, what we so. started. In our, our, girls,
0: book. our girl, um, our very first book, uh-huh. what was her name? Natalie, whatever, Queen Sugar. She wrote another is yeah, she wrote another book. I we might
1: have to look into that. It's nonfiction. It's about black farmers, which tracks. Yeah. I mean, that I think that's that the strongest part when yeah. she was talking about farming. Yeah,
0: yeah, it fits her whole thing. I have been watching more Queen Sugar.
1: Okay. I Is it haven't... ending? Huh? Is it like ending? Is it in its final season or something? I
0: don't know if it's in its final season. It's going for another season. Oh, so okay. I know that. It's still going. So... <laughs> That's good. I'm trying to catch up because I needed, like, I hit all my pandemic stuff, and I'm like, let me finish Queen Sugar because I've been meaning to watch that one. Yeah so. yeah, so I've hit that one, but yeah, and and our other early and other early season series uh, author Caitlin Greenridge, the lady who wrote. Oh uh, right. what's, it's not Get a Life? Huey. Is it Get a Life? Huey Freeman?
1: No, it's something Charlie. Freeman, Charlie Freeman. Thank you, Charlie Freeman. Get a lecture. Something like that. The one that
0: I thought, uh, oh, shoot. That's apparently a real man's name. Okay. (laughs) Charlie Freeman is a person's actual name, so you can't just Google that. We love you, Charlie Freeman. We
1: love you.
0: So she wrote another book called Liberty, which actually Mm. sounds kind of good. So I want to read.
1: Yeah. I've been hearing and seeing a lot of good stuff about that.
0: Yeah. So, because that's only her second
1: book. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So,
0: I just remember "We Love You, Charlie Freeman." How terrified I was reading that whole book. <laughs> like, I kept expecting the so book to just go wild. to attack people, and he never did. No, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, we should we should do that. Like, go back and read one of those early
1: authors. We said that.
0: And like, you either. Should- yeah, either Natalie or Caitlin Greenridge. Yeah. Oh, it's not Ridge. It's Nidge. Greenidge. Mm. <laughs> and it just compared, because that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. Compared early episode mm-hmm. when we were still yeah. <laughs>
0: I know. That feels like it was 500 years ago, and it was only like, what, four?
1: Four? Yeah, something I like five, four or five years.
0: Yeah, it feels just like it was years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was five years ago because I think we started right before the election. We did. We started in the
0: Obama era.
1: Yes. So. And an early episode is like on that next inauguration. I (laughs) I I think it was like the day of or something.
0: Exactly. I love that we lasted longer than the Trump administration. So good for us. Hey. Exactly. So. But yeah, I think that's it. I don't, again, I don't know how long this actual final episode is going to be because we went,
1: we went off recording for three hours. Yeah. (laughs) And I think we have 30 minutes of book talk, but that's okay.
0: Like 40 minutes of actual usable book talk. I haven't. Thinking about what I'm gonna do with the Ice Planet podcast because apparently okay. it's been getting. I've been getting emails saying people are leaving comments on the website, and I'm like, one, I'm glad people are listening to it, but two, I felt like I I abandoned that poor those poor people on that poor ice planet, and I need to get. No, yeah,
1: you'll get back to it. I mean, you said there was a season one. There's gonna be season two. It is,
0: yeah. So I need to get back to it. I miss I miss the blue crazy blue planet.
1: Oh, I want to so, read no.
0: one of those spinoff ones. <laughs> Oh, ice home, yeah. Girl, I love it because it's like eleven. It's more diverse. <laughs> Shit's crazier. They got a therapist. Remember <laughs> how we kept saying like, I think yeah. I don't know if Ruby Dixon heard one of our episodes, but they're straight up a therapist now okay. on the ice planet. I hope Ruby Dixon doesn't think I hate her because that was my fear. Like my fear. I, like, I
1: don't. I don't think you could think that coming <laughs> off of this.
0: <laughs> because I would have critiques. But overall,
1: right now, I oh, yes. at least the few that I heard, <laughs> I could feel the love that you have for those books, and especially like, you talking about it for several months on this podcast before you even started. I don't
0: know what it was about that series that I just love, but I I do. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And now
1: everything gets you know you everybody has a little niche something, and it's like you know people be like oh you're making fun of me you hate it it's like no i wholeheartedly fully love this thing
0: i started reading it ironically and then i started loving it earnestly so (laughs) so whatever i did find a series that was all black authors like i think it's a it's two authors who write it that's not that's not anything speculatory Okay. Uh, straight up, they're two authors. They have a combined pen name, sort of like a Christina Lauren kind of deal. And oh. all their heroines are black. Okay, but it is
1: intense. Oh, it I think is, you told me this. Yes,
0: it is. Yeah. It's not as carefree as, like, the Icewind yeah. of Barbarians were innocent yeah. compared <laughs> to this series. it's It's intense. So. So I guess that's my niche now. I do also like that people will eat like message me on Twitter about yeah. alien World. I'm like that's my legacy. Yep, and I guess
1: yep. I'm proud like, of it. I think uh, I saw you know in our little break uh, somebody <sighs> said something like I I uh, they were like I wonder if there's a connection between. Um, uh, a person's race and the terminology that they use, the slang that they use for a penis. Yes. <laughs> and then somebody else was like, I believe I heard some, a talk about this on a podcast. And somebody else was like, Yes, yeah, so it was black chiclet. <laughs> you about white people being, you know, saying cock and black people preferring the word dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, "Oh, That's our legacy. That's our legacy. So, you know, if split a podcast, if anyone's talking about screwing aliens and that comes up. <laughs> You should be proud that people think of you fondly. You know, <laughs> I
0: love it because she's Ruby Dixon. Bless her. She's still writing. She's still writing Ice Home books, and she's written like three more Ice Planet books that I need to catch up on.
1: So, she be writing.
0: She be writing. So yes. So I love it. So uh, I'm getting back into slowly but surely. I'm getting back into my writer writer self. So. Okay. Uh so is there anything else we need to, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. We're we're slowly getting back into things. Yeah. I hope to do another video on Patreon. I did one video and then life happened. And I missed yeah. to do a video every month. And then life was like, Nope.
1: But well, like I said, the people who are still on there are people who love us and support us and we Die thank or them die, hard. man. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so.
0: um so as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Chicklit or on Instagram at BCL Podcast. And you can also visit us at BlackChickLit.com.
1: And if you have questions or comments or want to send us conspiracy theories or, you know, people sent big blue pictures of that big blue dildo, <laughs> we send that to Ice Planet. But um, you, know, you can always reach us at um, contact at BlackChickLit.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever we're there.
0: Yes. And thank you to Sweet 45 for our theme. Oh, wait, we
1: don't
0: have a theme on our bonus. Yeah. Thank you
1: anyway. To them anyway. Yeah. They, yeah, they really like got in early. <laughs> you know, I always hear people, like when I a new podcast follows us, I try to listen and I really like like I'm like oh I really like it I like your production and every single time people will come back and they're like oh but I love your theme so that like ah, nah, nah. Yes. <laughs> like people so, really so thank you to them because we get we, people randomly will compliment on us awesome. on all the time
0: <laughs> and thank you to our patrons Allie, Brittany, Brianna, Catherine, Ellen, Emily, Erica, Frank, Heather, I found this great book podcast Jennifer, Kat, Katie, Martel, Montero, Sylvia, Therese, Whitney, and YM. We could not literally produce this <laughs> without you.
1: Literally, this is helping us get this Paying
0: out. the bills.
1: Yes. yes. Also, did you say Montero? Yes. Oh my god. Montera. Mon- oh, Montera. OK, well, maybe they're cousins. <laughs> weird wouldn't it be great if Lil Nas X was a sponsor <laughs> oh my god even if be listen and be like keep going young man I love
0: him like <laughs> I love him ever since I discovered a fact you know what he did when Old Town Road was out he would go to Reddit and he would ask people hey what's that song that goes <laughs> I'm gonna take my horse to the old cause he knew people would go and google it and then find his song and I'm like "You, you genius
1: you, you cannot know? defeat these Gen Z kids <laughs>
0: genius so i love him so i love
1: it and you know what that's how we started the conversation i don't know how much of that that's how we're gonna end it so thank you guys we love you and we're excited to get back on that horse yes (laughs) bye bye